Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with you, of course, this time of day is when we always bring in fantastic professionals to talk about issues that are important to you. And today is our day with the VNA. And we have a couple of different individuals with us with the VNA. We're going to talk about the telehealth program. So we're going to focus on that today with our conversation with Carla Begone. And Gil Hyman is here with us, too. So we'll welcome the ladies in here in just a moment. But first, the different ways that you can listen, the different ways. Uh, you can listen to us on your Alexa-powered device. So you can simply say, Alexa, play WISR 680. That would be enough, and we could uh, come up there for you. You have us online at WISR680.com. You would pick the Listen Live button. That, of course, is as we're broadcasting. But if you have to leave us and want to listen to This Is Our Podcast, what you do in the menu bar is you pick Programs, Let's Talk, and then look for the VNA. The other way you can listen is the app that you would download from ISR onto your phone or your mobile device, devices, whatever it is that you, you need, and you can take us along the road that way. Of course, you do have us on the radio. I don't want to forget about that, 680 AM and 107.5 FM. All right, ladies, welcome to the program, VNA time. Gail, nice to see you again. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Nice yeah. to see you, too. Welcome Thank back. you. You're welcome. And Carla, welcome to the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you. First time. I, I won't make you sing like I promised, but... <laughs> Uh, I was getting the vocals ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, Gail, let me start with you because I know we're talking about the telehealth program, if you will. Yes. But I want you to break it down, if you will, on the administrative side. Sure. Uh, because I know Gail comes into the picture, or I'm sorry, Ka Carla comes into the picture after things are rolling already. Yes. So if somebody is thinking about the telehealth program, mm -hmm. how do they start off? They call the VNA and do what? So. We can offer it a couple ways, but um, through the private duty side of things, um, maybe they've already been on our services and really like the fact that we had nurses checking on them every day, watching their blood pressure, watching their heart rate, things like their weight, um, and getting that um, feedback, you know, and they really enjoyed that. Um, that typically happens when they're on our home health services. Um, and that is a added benefit to our services um, through our home health. But let's say the home health benefit has, um, you know, they're done with that, and but they they really like this. Uh, they can just go ahead and let us know. Um, they can get in touch with me. Uh, they can call me, and we can just go ahead and get it set up as private billing, um, and that service can continue with our nurses, um, just daily checking them for that service. Now I'm going to ask you to define telehealth, and a lot of people will say, "Well, isn't that obvious?" But we have so many, so much terminology that yes. we use in the healthcare field that sometimes it can just get buried and it's confusing sure. on what we're talking about specifically. Absolutely. So define that for us. If yeah. You so there's many ways of saying telemonitoring, telehealth, virtual visits. There's all different types of terminology that go along with it. Um, basically, what we do as on my side, if somebody wants this service, we have um, uh, professional technicians that know the equipment. So they get a tablet, like a small type of Samsung tablet. Um, and depending on what they need, we can put in a pulse oximeter that is all, this is all Bluetooth. Um, pulse ox, blood pressure cuff, weight, uh, the scale. Um, we can put that all in, and this is all programmed into that tablet. Really the patient um, gets taught this when it comes into their home. It kind of sits there, um, and they're able then to learn right then and there 
what needs to be done on that tablet. We have educational programs on that tablet. So let's say they're coming on with new heart failure. Um, our technicians, our nurses, our therapists, they could say, hey, let's, let's look at this education, or they can review what is heart failure. Um, so there's a lot of intricate things in this tablet, but it's not, it's not, it's not difficult for the patient to use because it's, it's very just one button. When did you switch to the tablet? Because as you're talking, I'm thinking, wow, when did they do that? That could have been two years ago. It just all feels like, mm -hmm. you know, days flow into each other. But we've been talking to the VNA. At least I've been in this seat for a good handful of years now. And I don't remember talking about the tablet. It, that's innovative for you. Yeah, we've had the tablet for um, many years okay. now. Um, we've just been upgrading it. So uh, it's, okay. um, you know, telehealth has been, I think, the VNA has done this plus 20 plus years. Um, this is not new to us, um, especially then when the pandemic hit, we were ready. I mean, we were pretty excited that we had this in place. Um, we weren't scrambling, so we were ready to take on those patients because now what we can do with it is integrate those virtual visits. So um, patients that still had some you know, concern of nursing coming into the home or anybody coming into the home, we could go ahead and do that one-on-one -on -one visit virtually. Yeah. Again, the technician is explaining that. So, Carla, let me move over to you. Do you still have a lot of patients who are a um, little trepidatious right now to oh, absolutely. having someone come in? Absolutely. You know, um, I know it's heart month, but, you know, COVID is a scary thing. And, and we do have clients that would rather see a nurse virtually than have them come into the home. And that's okay. And we try to accommodate that. Um, obviously, we do have some clients that have wounds and they need that hands-on care. So the monitors definitely help us, you know, and, and even you talked about earlier, telehealth is kind of a common lingo. VNA was one of the first, you know, visiting nurses out there for Butler in our community. It, it's even become a lingo of sorts that everybody's saying I'm the VNA when they're really not the VNA per se. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just to make clear we're the lutheran senior life visiting nurses association because we merged with them and it's been a great growth for us and we've been able to expand our community even beyond butler so that's fantastic um and i know that gail mentioned um the nurses seeing daily and i didn't want that to deter somebody from telehealth thinking somebody's going to come into my house every day because some people don't want us in their house every day and that's okay but we have nurses that are in the office and they can see you virtually over the monitor. It's like you're talking to somebody in your television set. I mean, it's very simple. Like she said, it's one, one click. And if they find that there's a problem, we have the resources to get your doctor on board, get, get a nurse or a therapist out there to see you and see what's really going on, that you need additional visits. So it really has helped become a screening tool for us to help patients that maybe are starting into that heart failure. You know, we're starting to see the weight gains, and so we're checking in on them more frequently. And I think that's really a lot of what healthcare is kind of streaming towards and i think we're at the forefront of it so you know, i'm proud of our company for where we're at when it was new to many of us like me who needed to then get into the routine of a of a um, telehealth visit you know i think many of us questioned it me included like how is this going to work 
it is so convenient. I love it. Right? <laughs> you know? right? We all had to go into it. And we're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back. But right. there is advantage, of course, being person in person. So I don't want to, you know, go down that route. But it is convenient to be able to just to pop on the screen to have that quick visit. And, and again, talk sure. about that from your vantage point. Again, I know you're expressing how important it is to you. But how... How does it change the decision-making process when you're seeing someone? Because I guarantee, I guess I'm not a betting person, so I can't really guarantee on the radio, but if I were a betting person, I'll bet you get a lot of people say, oh, I'm fine today, don't worry about me. And then you get on the screen and you visually see they need help, they need the doctor, they need to, you know, absolutely. So talk about that. So absolutely. So if we can get them on the screen and we can see them, we can see those patients that are having COPD, maybe they're having trouble breathing, and we notice, hey you don't have your oxygen on where's your oxygen at today oh i forgot to put that on you know it's that visual you can see when they're 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 taking those deep breaths to try and have a conversation um and with heart failure you see similar things you know they, their heart's working extra so you might see the pale fingertips you might see a lot of things that we can ask questions to or guess what they fell last night they didn't tell you but you see a bump on their head or a bruise on their cheek and you're like where'd that come from then you find out that, oh, well, when I got up to the bathroom through the night, I had fallen, hit the nightstand. So those are all things that, and you're absolutely right, most of the time it is, oh, I'm fine, because they don't want to bother the nurse. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when the nurse can actually visually see them, they know and they can key in on some key points that they can see visually. Then who connects with who? Is it the nurses connecting with the patients, the clients, and saying, yes. I just want to check in on you today? Or... Do they have to agree to that visit? How does that work? So when the installers go out, they set it up and um, the nurses that do the admission will talk to the clients and say, you know, we're putting in this monitor and it's for your benefit and we wanna help you. So they'll already kind of preload the, the visits for our clinicians in the office. And then what happens is that first visit, when my clinicians call them, they, they call, they first they can send a text to that equipment that says, you're gonna get a call in five minutes so that you're ready. And the machine will, correct me if I'm wrong, it does tell you, hey, you've got a message. Yes. And so they can see that, oh, my nurse is gonna call me. Um, when we set that first visit up, they talk to them about how the visits are gonna work, when's the next one that we have scheduled. And if they have any problems, they can call into the VNA and we can get right onto the monitor and do a face-to-face -face visit if they need it. Um, if there's something that happens before that next you know virtual visit would happen so they build a report the same nurses are talking with the same patients which is so critical because they pick up on the minutest changes that are happening that if you were seeing somebody i was seeing you may not see the same things i was seeing you don't know who that the the background on that person so they do build a rapport and they have conversations and they've talked to family family have been an active part as well in the virtual visit so it's it's really a wholesome kind of brings the circle together and i'll bet you get more information from a patient who knows hey it's carla i've talked to carla every day for right. you know, a couple of months because you have that trust you have that relationship that you're describing i'll bet you get more details out of them oh absolutely absolutely yeah. and we don't want to pry into pry into you know people's right, personal right, right, lives yeah. by any means but we definitely want them to know that we're here for them if they need us and if they do get to the point that they don't need 
home care services. You know, they've reached their max potential with the home care, but, and we have some clients that have kept because heart failure can, can peak and, and lower, you know, Easter's coming next, you know, <laughs> True, and we yeah. got the salty yeah. ham and that yeah. always affects heart failure patients with that. So um, it is nice to have those eyes on and know the security that, hey, mom's being watched. She's got somebody that's checking. She's seeing if her blood pressure is too high or her heart rate's too low. And we're calling the doctor. So that can that's something that can continue beyond when the home visits actually end. They can still continue that service. So I, and, uh, <clears throat> I wanted to ask you, Gail, so when Carla is describing the, the schedule that's being in place, is that what's included when it goes to private duty, if someone should choose this as private duty? Yeah, there's really nothing changing it that much except for we would have to get the doctor's orders to get out there to see that patient. This is just all private. So if we are seeing something, we would contact a doctor, letting them know this is what we're this is what we're seeing. This is what you know. How would you like us to proceed? So yes, everything that Carla just explained is the administrative way. And the other thing that I like to with the virtual visits is that we have seen and um, with our nurses looking at them every day, the blood pressure cuff. Sometimes we're getting a different reading when they know these patients so well and they're like, okay, how do we put on this? So it's almost like an education again. So those virtual visits of showing a patient again, making sure that cuff is on properly, they love that. They're like, it makes them feel, okay, I got this, I, I can do this. And then it's, it's you, we get that better reading. So it is a really neat tool for um, just helping them along with everything yeah. that they're doing. Well, I find it comforting as I'm not a client at this point, but as a potential client that you're in my back pocket, basically. You know, oh, I've, I've joked lightly to other nurses and doctors when I say, you know, when you go from the home from the hospital or you need somebody that's professional, I need you in my back pocket. This is basically right. that. You have somebody at the ready on the screen if you need them. Absolutely. And and there's so many in our community that families, the, you know, the children, I say children, but they're my age, have moved away. And mom and dad are here by themselves or mom's by themselves or dad's by themselves. And it's it's an extra layer of protection. It gives you an extra bubble around your loved ones. And I I, I think that that's a great service. The, the emergency response that, that Gail installs is is a great service and it's grown in leaps and bounds just in the years I've been with the VNA I've seen it grow to the point that you know their satellite you can walk anywhere right yeah right yeah so mm -hmm. I mean yeah. it's just amazing well Carla I know you're leading up this effort now at the VNA Lutheran Senior Life and we don't want to forget about that partnership explain to me how you can get the physician on board like is there a three-way call that can happen how does that work so there is a, a it's new for us mm -hmm. still so it's it's like the next evolution i think yeah when you want to think in terms of that is we can get the physician involved we basically schedule an appointment we can do a three-way call where i can have a nurse even in the home during the visit um, and they can dial into our program and they can face to face with the patient and the nurse that's in the office so all three are on the same call together um, and we actually have tried or trialing it out with a couple of our current clients. Um, yeah. In the near future, we've been kind of trying different things. So this is our new evolution. I think we're on the right track with it. I'm excited. The, the biggest challenge is to coordinate that visit with the doctor. 
mm-hmm. you know, because they're just as busy as everybody else is. So I think that's the hard part. Would you like to add? Well, the other thing too is just even we would talked about home health. We even use these tablets with our hospice and palliative programs as well. Um, we might not put all in the peripherals. The you know, it might just be the tablet. So that way, you know, our nurse practitioner or whoever can go ahead and have that. Again, call center nurses can talk to those patients as well. So it's just um, it's just a whole gamut of things with that as well. We can For bring sure. the doctor in. Is this built around appointments that are set up? And I ask it that way because if I have this tablet and I have an emergency, would I still call 911 for that or do I call the VNA for that? If I just want to chat because there are people who, you know, get lonely and they just want to chat and make sure that they are caught up with their <laughs> nurse. You know, they can't just touch a button and call, can they? I mean, talk about that process. What's it set up like? Yeah, so our nurses typically have a regular work day. Like, you know, they're usually in at 7.30, they're there till 4.30. Um, and if there is something going on, you know, they we encourage the patient to call in to our, our nurses. Obviously, if it's an emergent need, yes, down 911. Okay. Um, but if we if it's something that they need to call in, they can call in and we can get a virtual visit scheduled. We, on our side, on Lutheran Senior Life Visiting Nurses side have to arrange that visit. They just can't pick up and just think that they're going to see somebody. Right. So mm-hmm. it's it's by appointment, if you will, surrounding yeah. the thought that it's an appointment. Yes. Yeah. And and a lot of our a lot of our patients know those hours, you know. Um, and that's another thing our technicians make sure we stress and we do leave literature behind because we don't want anyone thinking, oh, if I just message somebody at eight o'clock at night you know we're going to get back to them right away right yeah to add on to that so if they do find themselves in distress they can call the vna and we can if we know that they've got the monitor i can go to my clinician and say okay let's dial them up let's do a face-to-face and see what's going on if it's during the work day but after hours we have triage so we always have a nurse that's on call 24 hours a day seven days a week they can always get a hold of somebody so if they're having problems, obviously, if they're having stroke symptoms, being heart month, we want them to dial 911. Um, but if they're having some anxiety, like you said, they just need to talk, they can call into triage. Okay. So Gail, I'm going to come over to you for the contact information, if we could, because sure. if we do want to call up the VNA to even get started with the VNA or have this done through private duty, then that's uh, important with the contact. And Carla, I'm going to come back to you about uh, with the the individuals that you work with because you're leading this effort so in a sense Mm -hmm. you're the boss you're the manager of this department and so i want to know from your viewpoint of what you see and what you have to handle there so gail give us the contact information absolutely Mm yes you can always call in the 724-282-6806 there are different options on there but um you can pick the option that you need and what are we looking for online because i'm still typing in vna (laughs) It is Lutheran Senior Life, Lutheran isn't it? Senior Life, yes. 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 So, .org. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, Alexa will take you to Lutheran Senior Life, but I'm still typing in the VNA. So, yes. All right, to Lutheran Senior Life. All right, so Carla, again, you're the, the manager of this. You're leading this effort for VNA, Lutheran Senior Life. Um, what is it that you work with? What are the questions that come to you that you have to solve in a given day, in a given week? Oh, my. <laughs> Sorry, you have like five minutes? You have like five minutes to open that up. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? Some of the most recent questions that we get is um, the physician have different orders or parameters. We have a, a program for our CHF um, 
um, patients and we have a program for our COPD patients. We send that out to the physician for signature and for them to approve what we want to do. So, and we have those parameters. Um, sometimes the doctors like to tweak those to their specific patients and we are absolutely fine with that. And so we get asked that a lot. What if my doctor wants to give me, um, doesn't want to be bothered unless I have a five pound weight gain. So we accommodate that doctor. That's a physician order. We follow our physician orders. So um, I think that's uh, one of the questions that we tend to face. Um, I, Gail, maybe you can help out. Yeah. You probably see yeah so it basically some other questions are you know do i have to weigh every day you know we get a lot okay. of that do i have to do this every single day because we do set up a time when our technicians go in um you know we really like you or the doctor has requested hey can we see if this patient can do everything around 10 a.m you know or what's good for that patient maybe they don't get up until a little later or maybe they're early risers so we kind of really try to work with that patient of what's best time of day to do all their testing um, we do have some that test you know mid-afternoon two o'clock in the afternoon um, but we just know that going into it because you know they'll say oh my weight's a little higher well, you know they'll ask that question well, what do you have on? Like, are we weighing the same way every day? So it's just a lot of education. So a lot of talking to that patient just to make them feel comfortable that they're not putting on heavy shoes and stepping on that scale one day and then maybe having on a nightgown the next day. It might fluctuate a little bit. So we're just really a lot of education with that patient. So when does it become dangerous? And I hate to put a, an exact number on it because I don't want people to hear, oh, weigh pound and, and panic. But yet for an individual, is there a specific amount of weight gain that's comfortable versus when it gets into a red line, a red flag situation? Well, it's really important. And even even if you're not part of the program, it's very important that you're weighing every day. If you have congestive heart failure, weighing every day at the same time, like Gail said, with the same clothing. That's why when you first get up, you're in the bathroom, do your morning ritual, step on the scale. Um, I would always encourage my patients when I was in the field um, is to keep a calendar and write down those weights because it's it can be, I can gain a pound a day and not feel anything, but at the end of the week, I've gained five pounds. And if I rate where I was at the beginning of the week to how I am now, that five pounds can make a big difference. Um, it can put you in a hospital setting. So that's why weight is so important for congestive heart failure patients and really looking at um, look at your food labels, like look at the sodium because that there's salt in like everything, everything. Isn't there? Oh my everything. gosh. The more processed it yeah. is, the more salt that's in it. Um, and you're going to know that by looking at the food label and looking at what's the sodium level. That's huge, huge. Um, and I was really surprised when I was in the field as a, a nurse seeing patients in their home, how many people don't even know how to read a label. Like they just don't know what they're looking at. Um, and that's something too that we can show them over the monitor, you yeah. know, and and teaching them about their their sodium. Um, there's not a magical number. Everybody's a little bit different. We tend to look at three. three pounds is our like, hey, we need to let the doctor know. And it doesn't mean three pounds overnight. It could be a congruent gain. So that's where keeping that calendar, writing down your weights, and really looking at where were you at the beginning of the week compared to now. Are you a slow, steady riser that you're gradually, because all of a sudden, then you're going to have problems? Or do you stay pretty much the same? And if you're staying the same, that's good. If at the end of the month, it's not the same as dietary weight gains you know people that you know oh i gained 10 pounds because i had too much 
Christmas, Christmas turkey cookies. or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Christmas cookies. Over and over and over again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a different, it's not the same kind of weight that we're talking about. So, and what is this weight? Is it water? Is it? It is water. It's, it's water mostly, retention. It's water retention. Um, sometimes you'll see it as swelling around your feet and ankles. Um, sometimes you don't see it. It's around your waistline and you don't realize it. Maybe your pants are a little snugger. Maybe you have to extend your belt loop out a little bit. Um, that could be water weight gain and not necessarily. If you can't equate it to, I ate too many Christmas cookies, that may be the other option that's out there is that it, you could be retaining some fluids and, and maybe look at that salt intake. How much are you taking? And in? how does that affect the heart then? More fluid, more work on the heart. Mm. More work on the heart means you're getting tired, you know, going up and down the stairs, you're, you're getting winded because your heart can't pump all that fluid. Um, sometimes you, you might find an increase in your bathroom trips at night because when you're laying flat, I was told this by a physician once, when you're laying flat, it's easier for your heart to get the fluid because it doesn't have to go uphill. Mm. You're laying flat. Yeah. So it causes more bathroom trips at night. So whether that's... Uh, you know, it's medical diagnosis, but yeah. it is an interesting, yeah. you know, concept and, and something to think about, you know, are you up a lot through the night and are your feet swelling through the day? Very and interesting. Why. We're going to get back again to the contact information. We really only have about three or four minutes with both of you. So Gail, I'm going to come back to you for just one simple question, if you don't mind addressing this, but the power of choice. So whether someone's listening to us today and they're thinking I'd rather switch from who I have now, maybe they're just getting into this realm of life and they're having to make decisions. Maybe it's like you said, Carla, the kids are us, you Uh know, now and it's mom and dad that we have to help. Uh, You know, so there are a lot of different situations that someone may now pick up the phone to say, okay, I want to call Lutheran Senior Life VNA. Absolutely. So can you talk about how it's the power of choice that you can choose who you want to take care of? Absolutely. Everybody has a choice of who they want for their home care, for their home health needs or hospice needs. Um, you know, it is your definitely your choice. And if in you know, we feel that we've been here for so long and we've had that um, relationship with Butler. Um, you know, we're here to do it all. So they just need to pick up the phone and give us a call. 724-282-6806. We can take it from there. We can guide them from there. We can get everything that we need from there. And is it okay if I call you up? Because I say this so many times on this show, but this is me. I hear our conversation and I remember like the one piece, but then I can't remember where I need to go. And then I forget, you know, is it telehealth? Is it the virtual visits? Is it okay just to call up and say, look, I think I need help, but I have no idea where to go from here. Absolutely. I'll bet you get that every day. Just by both of your smiles, Mm -hmm. you're like, "Uh Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us a call. We want you to call. We want to answer your questions. We That's what we're here for. We're a resource. Um, it might not be today. You might not need our services today, but you might just be needing that inquiring. You're maybe getting everything set up. Maybe you're doing some estate planning. Whatever it may be, you know, we're here to answer, help answer those questions. And if we don't have the answer, we can maybe direct you to that resource that does have that answer. So yeah. give us a call. It's mm-hmm. okay not to know, but it's, you need to call yes. to make sure that you Absolutely. find out the answers because the terminology is deep. Yeah. <laughs> the terminology and is great. And when a family is facing that yeah. need, it gets to be overwhelming. Overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Can you just name quickly some of the other services that you have? Absolutely. We have um, personal emergency response buttons, the fallen and I can't get up life alert. We have um, nurses that can go in and do lab work into the home privately. We have um, health home services where, you know, they can give us a call. It's a private service, but maybe we can help get them to a doctor's appointment. Um, You know, our telehealth, as we've talked about, 
um, and are just our private duty caregiving services that we offer. So there's a lot out there. We have a lot of resources that we can offer to our community. Thank you so much for being here. It's mm-hmm. always nice to Absolutely. see you. Absolutely. Carla, too. I'm going to finish out with you uh, since we do have about a minute or so. Final thoughts on, on our conversation today in, in joining up with this particular program, whether it be be home service, is it be home, yes. home health, mm-hmm. and um, or private duty, whichever. It, it just seems like such an advantage when I hear you talk to having this service in your home. Absolutely, absolutely an advantage. Um, and boy, I don't even know how to just say that, you know, hopefully our conversation today has touched even one person, it makes a difference. Um, I, I, I go by that, that's kind of my guiding light is if I can help one person today, that's one more person. That, that needed help. And I'm kind of on both sides. I'm on the telehealth side, but I'm also the clinical admissions manager on the home health, hospice, and palliative care side. So when those calls come in, they usually come to me. And so I can route them to what the best service is for them to meet their needs. So I just, I'd be honored. And if they call in and you say you heard us on the radio, I'd really be tickled. Yeah. I'd yeah. really be tickled. Yeah. So that would just make my day. <laughs> So do that and ask a question. Yes, absolutely. Well, Carly, thank you so much for coming here today. I know you're going to wear many, many more hats as you continue on in your future. But thank you so much for being here and, and kind of giving us a bit of education on it. All right. Thank you. Nice to meet you. All right. And so, folks, we are out of time really for this segment for Let's Talk. But if you would like to listen to this program again in its entirety, or if you missed some of it, maybe you joined us late, what you can do is go onto our website at WISR680.com. You're going to go to Programs, drop that down to Let's Talk, and then look for the VNA, VNA Lutheran Senior Life, and you'll find our conversation there. All right. Thanks so much. We'll be back again tomorrow with more of Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.